Earlier this week, I found myself a few times, and this is the best way that I can describe it, is getting caught up in overly focusing on what I think other people are thinking about me or about my relationship with them, or even how how I think they feel. And as I usually will say, the operative word here is think. I, uh, I know that when I am busy, caught up in thinking, and the only way for me to know that is to be aware of what's going on in my mind. I don't know if I have ever said it quite this way, but it is amazing to me in my own experience and many people that I've talked to and have taught mindfulness to and mindful coping to, that it is so beautifully human to be really wrapped up in thinking thoughts and them for those forming into or, or uh, you know, casting themselves in stone as beliefs and the identities that are that we create for ourselves around those thoughts and beliefs. It is amazing how, as human beings, it is so easy for that to happen. And even more so, how easy it is for us to uh, completely buy into that and believe that those thoughts are real just because we're thinking them. And the only way that that happens, I have found over the years of, of, of engaging in this practice, is that this happens when I am not paying attention to my mind, when I am not here and present in this moment now as it's occurring. And I know that as humans, there's a lot of distractions. There are a lot of external things, not to mention internal things, uh, including the thoughts themselves and these beliefs that we're forming around them. And I shouldn't say we, I, because I I can't really speak for anyone else. But ultimately, it is incredible to me how uh, these thoughts, if I choose to give time and energy to them, can literally run away with me. I can literally find myself being transported somewhere else in my mind where I think that whatever I think is happening is actually happening when in fact in terms of absolute reality, it is not happening. It's only because I'm caught up in my own what's referred to as relative reality. Uh, that is the reality that I think that is that is based on my perspective or me being the observer uh, of what is happening. But in this case, I'm not consciously observing. This is more along the lines of unconscious observing because I'm really not paying attention to what's really going on. I'm paying attention to what is arising in my mind. And in some cases, that's being fed by the emotions that I'm feeling, especially when I'm triggered, when there are things that make me uncomfortable, or when I find myself just mysteriously reacting in some way, and especially in situations where my reaction makes literally no rational sense. But that is okay, because I found out long ago that things don't necessarily have to make rational sense uh, in order for them to be occurring. They just can happen for no particular reason especially uh, where my humanness is involved. But earlier this week, for some strange reason, I caught myself in, in, uh, in interactions with people that I'm close to. And in these situations, there was something that I had conveyed to them or communicated to them, or in, in some of these cases, needed from them. But instead of allowing things to unfold as they did instead of just giving them the time and space to be however they were 
in those moments and to respond to me however it is that they responded. I instead, instead of just being with that response, instead of just being, or lack of response, instead of just being with that and letting it be what it was, I began to question myself and I began to question whether what I was conveying to them uh, was a, was necessary, whether I had a, uh, whether I was right to do so, uh, and in some cases there was even you know previous uh, I wouldn't refer to it as trauma, but there were previous situations between me and other people that I know in some cases some of this is not completely a hundred percent resolved. And in some cases, it just reminds me and makes me aware of there are some things that ultimately can only be resolved with sometimes painful and difficult conversations. But I know uh, in addition to that, that those conversations are really only appropriate when both part, at least for me, from my perspective, when both parties are ready to have that conversation. In some cases, people aren't ready. And I want to be to be able to uh, to abide within that, and and be able to cope myself, regardless of what people's responses or lack of responses are. But in these this in these cases this week, it was interesting to me because as soon as the thought occurred about or whatever my uh, whatever I was reacting to regarding my communication with them. I got very wrapped up in thinking, and I again emphasize that word, I got wrapped up in thinking that I knew what they were feeling and what they were thinking. And as soon as I did that, I began to write my my reality, my relative reality began to be one in which I was convinced that there's something that they were upset with me about or disappointed in me or frustrated with me or avoiding uh, me and dealing with me in a particular subject. And I got really far down the road. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that, that I, I definitely invested some time and energy into this. And once I became aware of what I was doing, I first felt the feelings in my body. In other words, I felt those emotions that were feeling very uncomfortable. I was feeling very uncomfortable about myself. There were feelings, in some cases, of guilt and self-judgment and really beginning to tell myself a story about, yeah, of course they're upset with me or, of course, they're mad at me. Of course, they're disappointed in me. And because they're not saying anything, that, that must be because they're really upset with me or they're never going to forgive me for something that I did in the past and asked for forgiveness for. And in some cases, they actually said that they forgave me, and yet I still convince myself that they haven't and that they are still upset with me. But these are all thoughts, and I know that they can become incredibly overwhelming. And in some cases, I know that they can become almost debilitating, and they can almost become emotionally crippling, and it can get to the point where these thoughts... And these internal reactions that result from these thoughts, as our minds close and as our hearts close, we can find ourselves in a place where it's very easy to, if not completely, to even somewhat partially shut down emotionally. And then it's the feeling, at least for me, and I say feeling, what what I really mean by that is, yes, I'm feeling that closeness in my body. And I'm taking more of a defensive posture and I'm retreating physically and bracing physically and emotionally. 
but what I'm what's what's really happening is that I am essentially turning away from what is. I'm essentially turning away from what is actually really happening because I am so firmly convinced that I know what is happening. And the only one, now this is there again, I can't be 100% sure, uh, and I don't want to be sure, but in this case, the only thing I know is that I chose, I chose suffering for myself. I caused a lot of unnecessary suffering for myself. I don't want to beat myself up emotionally or judge myself for that, but that is essentially what happened. And I realized that I, in those moments, and it went on a quite a long time, this was something that went on for hours until I finally became aware of what I was doing. I find that the more that I'm invested in these thoughts and in any beliefs that form around them and any identities that I create for myself through telling myself a story about what I think is happening, uh, the more that it's easier for me to, uh, to get caught up in that and the longer that I can stay caught up in that. It's, it's as if the energy that I'm giving to it at some point begins to just automatically drain more of my energy and it begins to, my, my focus tends to, it's almost as if it, it, become, it has like a magnetic pull. The more of the time and energy I'm investing in thoughts and in my internal reactions, the more that I get pulled into them. And the harder it is for me to, uh, to find my center again. And the more difficult it is for me to come back here to the present moment where I think it's all happening. And this week, I was astounded to find that in, in a couple of these situations, uh, after some communication, or in some cases, lack of communication, that I decided that I knew why there was a lack of communication. And I was completely... 100% wrong. And it's incredible to me that in this case, it was a very close family member who I have known for decades and that I have a lot of history with that I just absolutely decided they were upset with me, that there was a conversation that I wanted to happen was not going to happen because they were upset with me. And it was not the case at all. What simply happened was the reality of the situation was that they were busy and not in a place where they could have this conversation. And here I am finally in front of this person a few hours later with whom I was absolutely and utterly convinced that they were unhappy with me and that somehow my communication was uh, going to, uh, to basically be an impediment or a barrier to us having a good line of communication and that they somehow were thinking ill of me, that they somehow were angry with me or disappointed in me. It was not the case. It absolutely positively wasn't. And it was so weird because as in the moment, I even got the opportunity to speak to this person about what I had chosen to do to myself. And we found the humor in it. But at the same time, I also found that these are things that no matter how hard I try to keep them from happening, I gave up a long time on trying to keep them from happening. The more that I try not to think things, and as a human, I'm constantly, uh, I would assume like most people, I can't say for sure that I know, but many people I've spoken with tell me thoughts really just come and go. And there are things, there are thoughts that I struggled with and they caused me pain 
and I chose to make the suffering worse than what it actually was. Things that unsettled me, things that I was disappointed about, things that didn't go as I had hoped. And they begin to recede from view. They begin to have less prominence in my, uh, in my conscious awareness. And yet, for no particular reason... And it, and in many cases, I, and this is where I find that, and, and this is of course not my area of expertise, but there's so many mysteries around our uh, our mental life, the the life of the psyche, our unconscious and subconscious mind that's constantly creating associations, and things are reminding me of things that unsettle me, and and and, and memories that I have not considered or thought about in some cases years will just pop into my mind. I know I can't stop that process, nor do I want to, because I know that if I do that, then I'm really not being who I really am. If I am walking around in the world, closing my mind and closing my heart to try to prevent things from happening in my mind, to try to prevent myself from having having thoughts that were a habit, uh, somehow a neural, it was a neural habit, that I know that I'm ultimately not really going to be me because I'm going to be me trying really not to be me because being me is something that I'm somehow uncomfortable with and somehow I'm trying to put limits on it and I'm trying to kind of stand in my own way and protect myself from myself. And when I do that, that energy, and I've experienced this so many times with other people that I know that that I that it has to be the same way with people whose perspective is they're looking at me and in front of me, that it's so easy to pick up on these subconscious signals. And whether or not I, I am aware of it or anyone else is, these have a tendency to create an energy that sometimes I will find that I'm closed to someone or I'm closing to someone. There's something that is unsettling me and it really has nothing to do with them as a person. It has nothing to do with who they are, where they've been or where they're going or who they are in that moment. What I find that it really has to do with is the energy that we can sometimes give. And I, there again, I can't speak for anyone else. But ultimately, I know that I pick up on these energies. And I know that other, many other people who I have been involved with in life tell me that they can pick up on these energies. I can't really speak about it rationally because these are things that I really don't know about. And I don't know if they can really be known. I just know it is part of the mystery of being a human being. I can't really think about it or understand it. All I can do is experience it. So... I know that in the future this will happen again. I don't want to create a belief around that. I certainly don't want to identify myself as the person who at some point again in the future over and over is going to get really caught up in thinking I know what other people are thinking or feeling about me. What I really want to be able to do is what time and energy I do have. And it is I'm finding the more I go on in this life, especially with where I have been earlier this year, uh, from a physical and a health standpoint, that there, the time, this time and energy is so precious, what I want to expend it on, if I have it to expend, if I have it to actually uh, exchange for something, what I want to do is invest it in being here now and feeling whatever it is that I'm going to feel. And I'm the first to admit that some cases I don't like what I feel. Sometimes I absolutely hate what I feel. Uh, but I'm going to feel it because I know there's nowhere else for me to be. There's no other way for me to be. 
any other way than how I am. And how I am includes what I'm feeling, whether I like it or not. What I'm thinking, whether I like it or not. The only choice I really have to make is, am I going to choose to be here? Am I going to choose to be the observer of my conscious awareness? Am I going to choose to actually see the thoughts, be aware of the thoughts, and make the choice? The only choice I really need to make is, if I know they're not serving me well, if it is leading me further away from the present moment where I can really be here for myself and for other people, that I can make that choice not to invest any more time and energy in it. And I can trust that it will pass. And it always does, no matter how unsettled I get, no matter how painful the thoughts are, no matter how painful these internal reactions are, no matter how difficult and challenging uh, and gut-wrenching these emotions might be, because they are ultimately, they have their roots in energy itself, then I know that they will pass because they always, they always do. And as long as I can trust in that and trust in myself that I can ride out the storm and as well as not trying not to add anything to the energy of the storm, to not make it worse, to just let it be what it is and let me be however I am. And I'm not always, one thing I learned a long time ago is as I engaged in these practices and began to study more of the ancient Eastern traditions, there was a tendency to want to be a certain way. There was this ideal of who I was going to be. And my guru always spoke about how ultimately that is really something that it's just a phony identity that we can create for ourselves. And I went through all of those periods. And I'm not saying that that I'm done with that. I just know that really the only thing for me to do is not to do the practices, I'm doing them, but it's to do them while really being the practice itself. I'm not really going to get caught up in being the person doing mindfulness practice. It's not about my identity as a meditator, as a doer. I am doing, but that doing is happening in a much larger field of being. And I know that if I can just stay connected to that without trying to stay connected to it and just relax into it and be here, it is much it is much easier it's not always it's not always simple to do but it's just a matter of remembering to keep reminding myself as my guru once said be here now and if i can just remember that i that's all i really have to do everything else will take care of itself and the only reason i know that is because i've practiced letting it take care of itself i practice paying attention to the one thing that actually can really make or break whether I can cope or not. And that is my mind and the thoughts that are occurring there and the internal reactions. I know that that is the, ultimately the focus, and that's why I continued this practice.